that we have read last Sunday. Luke chapter 21, verse 28. Now, when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads, because your redemption draws near. Now, what are these things? Of course, we have to read the context. Remember last Sunday, we did some review on the immediate context. So we have read from verse 24 all the way to verse 28. But this morning, we probably have to even go back a little bit further. That means we will start from verse 9. Luke 21, 9 through 11. So after we read this, we will know what are the things. Not only the things covered in from verse 24 all the way to 28. Also from verse 9 to 11. And then if you combine the two paragraphs, now we should be able to understand what are the things. According to our Lord, when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads. Because your redemption draws near. Alright, now let's go back to verse 9. But when you hear of the wars and commotions, do not be terrified. For these things must come to pass first. But the end will not come immediately. Then he said to them, Nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be great earthquake in various places, and famines, and Palestine, and there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. Now, then, if we continue with verse 24, and they will fall by the edge of the sword and be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem will be trapped by Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. And there will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars. And on the earth, distress of nations with perplexity. The sea and the wave roaring. Men's hearts fainting them from fear. And the expectation of the things which are coming on the earth. 
For the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Now, now from the contact, we should know what are the things. Now, our Lord said, when you hear of wars and commotions, do not be terrified. Sometimes there is a reason for us to be terrified. If you really know the fact, if you really can penetrate into the cold fact of the war, it ought to make us terrified. For these things must come to pass first. But the end will not come immediately. A nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. Now, there is a very wonderful illustration in the last week. Now, and then, when we read, read from the Word, and you know how wonderfully this Word becomes so real in, uh, in front of our eyes. And sometimes we heard of wars. And, but the Lord said, do not be terrified. Now something happened last week. Uh, last week. So let me just quote from the daily paper in United Kingdom. So that story happened in last Tuesday, means 24th of November. And something happened in the morning. So the Daily Mirror in uh, uh, so Daily Bay paper, a British newspaper, had a big headline. Now, if you look back what happened that day, there is a reason for us to be terrified. So the headline read like this. World War Three could be just 30 seconds away. As Turkey shoots down Russian fighter jet. Now we remember what happened last last Tuesday. Now we don't want to go to detail. But anyway, when the Russian jet was flying over the borderline between Syria and Turkey. So it had been shut down by uh, by Turkey. Now that's something really, that's just 30 seconds. Actually. So now, 
why in this new newspaper said World War Three could be just thirty seconds away. 那为什么这个报纸就说到说这个可能三十秒间就有可能第三次世界大战发生 ？Now there is a reason for it. 那是有原因的。Because in the past, you know, there is a line called NATO alliance. 那我们知道在过去有一个这个和和国国协就是呃就是 NATO。Now anything. 大西洋公约国。Now anyone, any,、uh, any,、uh, any member of this uh, alliance. 那大西洋公约国的任何的成员 is being attacked. 他们都被攻击。And if it's being 如果被攻击的话。And then all the members of NATO will rise up and、uh, and help this member. 所以的会员国都要帮助这个国。So now you understand that that's how we went through the whole period of Cold War. So we just went through the whole period of Cold War. Now you know the story of NATO alliance. Now we know the story of NATO alliance. And you know it very well. And in 1952, starting from 1952, starting from 1952. Now we know it's a war now. And and then you find that this this NATO alliance. Could is able to survive decades of tension during the Cold War. 那他们这个大西洋公约，他们就经历了就是呃几几个几十年的这个在冷战的这个非常紧张的一个情况。Now during the Cold War. 那在这个冷战的时候。Now the enemy is between United States and also Russia. 那这个敌人就是之间他们为敌的就是美国还有这个。If something wrong, then immediately you know there should be a third world war. 那你知道，如果有任何的事情发生严重的话，就会第三次世界大战。And when we talk about third world war, it means nuclear war. 我们讲到第三次世界大战的话，就很可能是核子战争。Most likely, the result is the end of mankind. 那如果真的打仗的话，可能就是人类就消灭了。So you remember during those period, during those period. 我们知道经过这些时期。Definitely, there is hotline between two superpowers. 那在这两个超级强国之间有一个热线。But anyway, in Europe. If one of the nation be attacked, 那如果有任何的国家被攻击的话 ，Now that means all the members of NATO alliance will rise up and protect that member. 那就是如果有有一个国家被攻击了，再向公约的话，他们有国其实其他的国家会开始会帮助他们。That's the alliance. 这是他们这个一个一一个联系。But they never realize, they never use it. 但是他们没有用这个样的东西。Because they always exercise patience. 因为他们总是很有耐心。And diplomacy. 还有用这个国际关系。And so for that reason, 1950s. And 1960s, even 1970s, nothing happened. This is 70s, 年代没有任何事情发生 And even during the Cuban Missile Crisis, 即使在古巴的这个他们这个啊这个出现许多的危机 Which is of 1962, 在一九六二年的时候 Or Soviet invasion of Afghanistan in 1979. 那苏联在一九七九年他们就是侵略这个阿阿阿富汗 And then you find that never NATO take it on the Soviet Union. 但是这个攻这个攻击，他们从来都没有攻击这个啊这个。Or Russia directly and Moscow did not contact attack any NATO country. 或是他也没有攻击俄罗斯，直接攻击俄罗斯，还有莫斯科。
So if you remember the story, if you remember how we went through the Cold War, finally we thought that Cold War was over. So now we definitely are very safe. But that all changed when Turkish Air Force just shut down a Russian bomb Tuesday. This was the first time a NATO country has taken such action since 1952. So in another word, 30, the, 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 war, the World War III, actually it was only 30 seconds Away. So then we ask, why this happened? And why this also happened in this year? This is almost finished. This is almost over. Now remember, now we hear something, the news of war. We ought to be terrified. The Lord said, don't be terrified. Now, it means that from now on, you will hear this kind of thing again and again and again. Can you believe that since 1952, more than half a century, we're always in the brink of the Third World War. But thank the Lord. Somehow we have been wonderfully protected until today. But you never expect Russia, you never expect Turkey will do something against Russia. So then you go to the Lord. You go to the prophetic word. Now we want to ask the Lord, is there any message to you and me today? If we know a little bit about the prophetic word in the Bible, what is the role of Russia play in the prophetic word? And what is the role of Turkey in the prophetic word? Now today we have encounter between these two powers. When these two powers first met in their first encounter, and the history will tell you. Now in the year of 860 AD. No, no, no. 860 AD. 860年。那今年是2015年。Remember,brothers,你们记得。This so for that reason, you know, when you read the context, it talks about wonderful sign from sun, from moon, and from the sky.
太阳这个星辰月亮。Now we have talked about the thirty-two blood moons. 那我们讲到三十二个血红。And sometimes we think this must be by accident. 我们想说这是可能是偶然的。But now, if you really see how that thirty-two blood moon was well organized. 那你看到这三十二个血红的月亮是怎么样的安排的 ？And then. You then you com you then just compare what we have heard last week. 你就比较我们上个礼拜所听到的。And then compare with what the, in the history. 那就比较跟历史来做比较。And then you will find a very important fact. 你就发现到有一个很重要的事实。Now you can are able to understand how these two powers in the prophetic word of God. 那你就发现这两个强国在主的。So for that reason, I have to give you some kind of foundation. So I'll give you some kind of foundation. And for us, just try to understand a little bit deeper in this event. So we can more clearly understand this event. Now about the thirty-two blooms. Now about the thirty-two blooms. Now let us mention last year and this year. Now we mention last year and this year. Four blooms. And these four blooms appear in the Passover and Tabernacle of Jewish feast. That this four is 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 happening in this this festival and this Passover and Tabernacle. And now you know when they celebrate this feast. When you remember these festivals, they will discover there are four moons. Find out there are four moons. But for Passover, Passover, and then let us remember. And、uh, because in these two years, when they celebrate this feast, some period in the night sky, they discover their four blood, four four moons turn into blood. The reason is very simple. Because by that time, the earth just come in between. Uh, sun and moon. The 地球就在啊这个月亮和太阳之间。So our Earth has cast a grand shadow upon the moon. 那我们的这个这个地球就让这个这就让这个月亮有一个很大的一个。So the glory of sun has been covered. 那这个太阳的这个荣耀就被遮住了。Now in theory, it should be a It should be a total blackness. 那就理论来说的话，应该是整个黑暗。But because of reflection of the air. 但是因为天上的这个反射。So you discover that it turned the full moon into blood. 那这个整个月亮，这个满月就变成雪。Now this called lunar eclipse. 那就是月食。That happened quite often. 这经常发生的。But it's not true. Last year and this year. In two consecutive years, 连续两年 that really happened during the Jewish feast. 那确实是发生在这个犹太的节期 And if you look back, 如果你回头去看的话 there are only eight events in the last two thousand years. 那只有八次发，在最后两千年是发生八次 Now every time it happened during the Jewish feast. 那每次发生的时候都是在犹太人的节。And every time something connected with history. Of Jewish people, that 总是与这个犹太人的历史是重要的事件发生。Never, never have any exception. 没有任何的例外。You discover every time happened. 每次发生的时候 ，it always connected with the history of Jewish people. 那总是与以色列的历史有关系。Now, definitely, we have no time to go through what happened in the history. 那我们当然在历史，我们没有时间看所有的。However, 但是 ，let us remember. 为什么要记得 ？When God, when when God ordained 
these eight events of four blows. So arranged in such Remember, eight events all like this. All together, you have a 32 blood moons. However, in the last 2,000 years, it can be divided into two cycles. So, 1,000 years, one cycle. And second, 1,000 years, another cycle. Do you see that? Now, each cycle, 16 months. So, 16, 16. 1,000 years, and all together they squeeze in a span of 65 years. You see that? We call that 65 year cluster. It means that within that 65 years, you have three events. You have three quartets, three four blood moons. So you see, all together, 12 blood moons. But anyway, they only happen within 65 years. So the first cycle, you find first independent event, and the second group is like a cluster. Cluster，那第二就是组在一起的，twelve 首先的第一个，第一个一千年所发生的事情。Now second cycle the same thing。那在第二个周期是同样的发生。Do you understand？这我明白。For example, 1483，you'll find four blood that this that you find some symmetry, some organization with the 32 So 65 years correspond to 65 years. What happened? If you go to history, in that first 65 years, there was a Jewish nation appear in the vicinity of Russia today. The whole nation accepts Jewish religion as their national religion. 
So all nation become Jewish. Even they were Gentiles. But now they became Jewish. And because of that, now many Jewish people in the north, they found, finally they found their refuge. In that, in that nation. So this kingdom is called Khazar Kingdom. Khazar Kingdom. And don't forget, in that six five years, first time during the three thousand years. No, no, uh, no, what, what we talk about during the last 2,000 years, you, you have two 65 years. Now, in the first 65 years, it's from, uh, from 795 all the way to 860. So, 65 years. So, today we also have another 65 years. From what? From, uh, uh, from uh, 1949. All the way to 2014. Do you see that? Another 65 years. So, 65 years. First one, you found the first refuge of the Jewish refuge in history. When they are being scattered to all over the world. And then in 1948, we witnessed the rebirth of the nation of Israel. Now, after the Nazi murder of the Jews, so finally you find that Jewish people was able to go home as their refuge. Now, two Jewish nations in history, only two times, 65 years, 65 years, this can never become an accident. And more than that, when we come to the second cluster, when we come to the last event, last four months, which means last year and this year, now if you ask me how, if you read these two years, there are many major events, but you rarely witness the two years in history, like last year and this year. So many major events happened last year and this year. Now, what was the first major event in these two years? Remember, you remember how Crimea came back to the bosom of Russia. Now, if you study these two years, now one of the first major events, now is, uh, it was the coming back of Crimea to the bosom of Russia. When that happened, you know how people understand what happened. They said, coming back of the old order. 
And they also talk about the return of Cold War. Now, since the event about Crimea happened in the in the beginning of the last year. Now, then one of the last major events in this year. I think we have only one month left. But you definitely know that there are some major events in the end of this year. But one thing I am pretty sure. One of the last major events also connected with Russia. This time are the Russian blood being spilled over above the sky of Egypt and the sky of Turkey. Now you know the story very well. How the because ISIS bomb being put in the airplane, so that then you find uh, more uh, uh, you, you know how many people died just like because of that. So this were the Russian blood spill over the sky of Egypt or Sinai. But they never expect. More than that, the blood of their pilots also being spilled, spilled over the sky of Russia, Syria and the borderline of Syria and Turkey. And don't forget, this is the most recent encounter between Russia and Turkey. But now, if you go back to history, if you go back to the first 65-year cluster, if you come to the last four months of that first cluster, so that is 860 years. And what happened in that year and the following year? They have four and something happened. By that time, Constantinople, is was the capital of Eastern Roman Empire. Or Byzantine Empire. Now you see, you 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 you, see, you know that how this how uh the, the, how Constantinople was the capital. Then, one day something happened. During that year, you know, there are, uh, during that period, some people called Vikings, they start from Norway, from North Europe, Northern Europe. So some Western Vikings, they start from Norway, Denmark, and all the way, they come down to the Western Europe. Because they know how to sell 
to 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 do the sailing to the boat. 他们知道怎么样这个滑行，就是这船。So first they invade Ireland. 那他们先到爱尔兰。Then landed in London. 然后就到了伦敦。So on one hand they deal with them. 那一方面他们对付他们。On the other hand, 另一方面 they wipe the whole Western Europe. 那他们把整个这个啊这个西欧给除灭了，席卷，席卷。So now you remember that. 那我们现在记得。These people, they are, uh, they they are sea people. 他们是属于海。They know how to sail the boat. 那他们懂得划船。So when they sail their boat, one hundred, two hundred, then you find is then 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 the whole Western Europe is was just under a great turmoil. 那当他们这边滑行的时候，你就发现西欧整个就是有动乱不安。But remember, this only writing in the western part. 那这是这个维京人在这个西西边。And then from Sweden. 那从呃瑞瑞典。Definitely eastern part, you also have some Vikings. 那在东边你也有一些的维京人。So they landed in Russia. 他们就到了俄罗斯。Now you know in Russia there are many big rivers. 那我们知道在俄罗斯有些很大的。So along the river they came to the area of Black Sea and Caspian Caspian Sea. 那他们就到黑海，还有到这个里海，到了里海，到里海。So when they come to this area. 那他们来到这个地带的时候。Now remember, it is just like a Viking people. 这就是维京人。But normally we don't call them Viking. 我们平常不是称他们为维京人。We call them Rus. 我们称他为卢斯。卢斯，卢斯。那我们 talk about Rus， it simply means Russian today。那我们讲到卢斯，就是今日的俄罗斯。So finally， if you read history， 那如果读历史的话 ，When the nation of Russia was born， it was born on 860 A.D. 那俄罗俄俄罗斯这个国家是在哪 ？860 A.D. was born。那是八百六十年诞生的。那 Why？ 为什么呢 ？It's very simple。Because these people just like Viking people. 那这些人就像维京人一样。You know they they use the boat. 他们使用这些船。And finally they attack Constantinople. 那他们就攻打这个东罗马帝国。They dare to contact Constantinople. 那他们就攻打了这。Constantinople is today's Turkey. 那就是今日的土耳其。And Russia is today's Russia. 那俄罗斯就是今日的俄罗斯。So that was the first encounter between Turkey and Russia. 那是第一次土耳其和俄罗斯他们相遇。Not over the sky. No. 他们不是在天上。In the sea. 是在海里。Do you see the symmetry here? 是否看到这个对称呢 ？Now in the beginning. 那这个。Their encounter was in the sea. 他们是在先在海里相相。Now if you want to know how it the sea looked like. 那当初的海是怎么样 ？If you are able to visit Constantinople. Noble or Istanbul today. 如果你看今日的君士呃呃，就是伊斯坦堡的话。Now you should be able to see what kind of sea it is that. 就看到那时候的海是如何。And then you find that the whole Constantinople was surrounded by the boats. 你就看到那个地就是就是充满了这个船。Now one hundred boats together. 那大概有一百艘船在。Each boat one hundred people. 每艘船都有一百人左右。So now you can imagine ten thousand people just surround the whole whole capital of the Eastern Roman Empire. 那有一万人就是围绕着这个啊这个东罗马帝国的首都。And finally, 那最后 this whole city almost fallen. 那这个整个城市几乎要倒。Now it is only because some kind of miracle happened. Now, according to history, we don't know how to explain it. 根据历史，我们没办法解释。But finally, you know, these these Russian people they withdraw from there. 那最后这些俄罗斯人，这些维京人，他们就
And their local people in that area, they discover this wonderful power to protect them. For that reason, now they want a nation being established. So this nation is called nation of Russia. So according to historians, now normally, even today, now if they talk about the birth, the year of their birth, no, so they all refer to Do you see that? So that was the first encounter between Russia and Turkey. But remember, when that happened, four blows. In two consecutive years. After so many years, when we come to the second cycle, when we come to the last four months, Brothers and sisters, another encounter between Russia and Turkey. Remember, this time is not in the sea. This time is in the air. So, brothers and sisters, if you know that God is not only the God of the universe, God is God of history. He's walking in history. If you know history very well, if you know the symmetry of history very well, nothing by accident. So, brothers and sisters, what happened last week is not by accident. Do you see that? Why? Why? Uh, last year, Crimea came back to Russia. And then we see that how the power of Russia really rise up. And then you discover what happened after two years. At the very end of the year, when this is about to close, brothers and sisters, now if you read the, the, the last four months, it began with Russia. It ends with Russia. But something very interesting. It ends with the encounter between Russia and Turkey. It reminds you what happened in the year 860. Remember, brothers and sisters, last year and this year, four blows. 860 and 861 again for Do you think it's by accident? Of course it is not by accident. Then we ask, what is interpretation? Why Russia versus Turkey? Now in what way we should be able to understand the word of God? So for that reason, I think we have to read a portion of the word. So now let us look, to, let us go to uh, uh, Revelation chapter 13. Then I stood on the sand of the sea, 
第一节呀，这这中文是在后面在这里呀。那时龙就站在海边的。And I saw a beast rising up out of the sea. 我又看见一个兽从海中。Having seven heads and ten horns. 有十角七头。And on his horns ten crowns, and on his head a blasphemous name. 在十角上戴着十个冠冕，七头上有。Now remember when John saw that picture. When John saw that picture, he saw the beast come out from Great Sea, uh, uh, Mediterranean Sea. That 看到一个兽从这个中海从海中出来 Now remember, this is the continuation of the vision of Book of Daniel. 这就是但以理的这个这个意象的第二段 Now in Book of Daniel, 在但以理书 you find four beasts come out from the sea. First, lion. Second, bear. Third, leopard. Fourth is unknown beast. Do you see that? So when you see the four beasts come out from Great Sea, now you know that that's a prophecy. There will be four empires come out from the from that area. It was true. It is true. Now first you have Babylonian Empire. Then Persian Empire. Then Greek Empire. Then Roman Empire. So really wonderful fulfillment. So you see that how four beings came out from that area. So now. Based on that vision, 那根据这个意象。Now Revelation thirteen, 那在启示录第十三章。And John saw a beast come out from the out of the sea, of the great sea. 那这约翰就看到有个兽从海中出来上来。Now if you read it close, if you really watch closely, 那如果很很仔细的去看的话 ，and immediately you recognize that fourth beast. Do you see that? Now the fourth beast means Roman Empire. They already went to history. But finally, before the Lord returned, and you find that another beast, actually it's four beasts, come again out of the Great Sea. So in another words, if the fourth beast referred to Roman Empire, so then the kingdom of beast, 那这个兽的这个国度 ，now should be the revival of Roman Empire. 乃是啊，这个罗马帝国的这个复兴复兴。You see that originally they went history. 那首先他们已经进入历史。But now you see that they they come up, they come from from the sea again. 你看到他们现在又从海里出来。So brother, sisters, we know that before the Lord's return, 我们在主回来之前 ，you find that this beast is very important. 看这些兽是非常重要。Something to do with the Antichrist. 这是与敌基督有关系。Now, of course, there is no time for us to go into the detail. 那当然我们没有时间看这些细节。But one thing we know. 但是有件事情我们知道。How do you know that's fourth beast? 那你怎么知道这是第四个兽 ？First, there are ten horns. 那首先你只有十角。So for sure, that's the fourth beast. 那我们确实知道这是第四个兽。But more than that. 但是不仅如此。They talk about seven heads. 那有七头。Now why seven heads? 那什么七头呢 ？Very important. 那很重要。If you read on, you know it very well. 你如果继续读下去的话。Now in Daniel. 
Lion had one head. Bear had one head. Unknown beast had one head. But we were told the leopard had four heads. So three plus four is seven. So in another word, when you come to the kingdom of Antichrist, you discover it is total sum of what happened in the history, in historical four empires. So if you read on, you should be care, you should be able to understand it. But this morning, I only remind you just by one factor, one important point. Remember that this beast has seven heads. Now, what are the seven heads? So, now we have read Revelation 17. Let's turn to Revelation 17. Here is the mind which has wisdom. Remember, when you read this part of the Bible, you need to know, you need to use wisdom. The seven heads are seven hills on which the woman sits. Now, brothers and sisters, here we are told that somehow Antichrist is connected with the seven hills. And we, it is well known that Rome is a city of seven hills. So, of course, you know that it is connected, that definitely that's connected with the Antichrist. So, for that reason, today, if you talk about the revival of Roman Empire, definitely your eyes will look at the European Union. How that European Union will further develop. Now, one thing for sure is this. Somehow, you know, when you find, now, when you talk about Roman, when you talk about European Union, immediately you think about Western Roman Empire. As you know very well, the Rome was the capital of Roman Empire. It was well known, the it well known city of seven hills. So normally, when we talk about Antichrist, when we talk about how Antichrist will rise up, now immediately your eyes focus on the Western Europe. Especially your eyes focus in Italy. In Western Europe, because it's very clear. Now, seven, the city of Seven Hill, the Rome, Rome definitely is in Western Europe. Do you see that, brothers? Now, that's uh, that's something really blind us. Because our knowledge was so limited. We think only Rome is a city of Seven Hills. And we forgot. Actually, Roman Empire has two legs. Remember in that wonderful vision of Nebuchadnezzar, the head is gold of gold, and then the breast is of silver, and then, then the belly is of brass. 
树树腰是是是 ，and then we are told there are two legs there. 那他们还有两条两两只脚。Now it is very true. 那我们是很真实的。In 395 AD. 那在呃主后三百九十五年。Because the emperor of Roman Empire died. 罗马帝国灭亡灭亡。So his two sons divide the whole Roman Empire. 那他们两个儿子就把这个罗马帝国分成两派。So now you have Western Roman Empire, you also have Eastern Roman Empire. 现在西罗马帝国也好，中罗马帝国。Now, brothers, you know very well what Constantine has done. 我看到君士坦丁所做的。The Emperor Constantine has done one thing. 君士坦丁王他做了一件事情。Before he died, 在他死之前。Now he looked for a place in Istanbul or Constantinople there. So eventually, he make another capital in that part of the world. So later, when the Roman Empire divided into two parts, you can imagine. Now, Eastern Roman Empire definitely use this uh, this uh, uh, Constantinople as. Uh, as uh, of course, as the capital. So, brothers, now you have first Rome. You have second Rome. To our surprise, not only Rome is a city of seven hills. Also, Constantinople is also a city of seven hills. So do you see that? When you talk about the revival of the Roman Empire, you cannot just talk about revival of one leg. No, you cannot just talk about revival of one leg. No, you cannot just talk about revival of one leg. No, you cannot just talk about revival of one leg. No, you cannot just talk about revival of one leg. No, you cannot just talk about revival of 那我们是从历史知道这件事情。Now another thing very interesting. 那另外一件事情很有趣的。If you read your Bible, the two legs are of equal length. 那你如果读圣经的话，这两条腿是同样的这个呃这个长度。However, you know Western Roman Empire entered into history around 466 AD. 那西罗马帝国进入历史是在。No, 四七六年。And then the Eastern Roman Empire almost lived another thousand years. 那东罗马帝国大概又过了一千多年。So it ended with 1453 AD. 那是一四五三年结束的。So if you read your Bible, 如果你仔细读圣经的话 ，If you compare with history, 如果你跟历史比较的话 ，These two legs are not of equal length. 这两条腿是长度是不一样的。So now we are in trouble. 那我们现在有问题了。Obviously, when Nebuchadnezzar or Daniel, when they saw that statue, definitely of equal length. So now we ask, what happened? Now even the even、uh, Western Roman Empire ended to 406 AD. Now if you read on, and you find Rome. You find Holy Roman Empire really continue that line. It is 继续下去 So that empire actually is German Empire. So that empire is actually is German Empire. Now you remember when Martin Luther was standing before an emperor. That's already 16th century. 
Because this emperor was created by Pope. So remember when Martin Luther said, Here I stand. If he really said he insists on not, not taking back the truth. He exposed himself into a great danger. Because in the Holy Roman Empire, anyone can kill him. He exposed himself in great danger. For that reason, he was kidnapped by the German prince. So finally, finally he was protected in the castle. So now you can understand how that Western Roman Empire continued. So then we will ask, well, who is the last emperor in that line? German emperor. William II. So now that's one leg. Another leg. Now we know that in 1453. Because the last emperor, uh, last emperor of uh, uh, of uh, uh, of Ro- Eastern Roman Empire, is called Constantine XI. He had no heir. He had only one niece. He gave all everything to the niche. In another words, he, gave, he had given all his kingdom, all the Roman, Eastern Roman Empire to his niece. Now something very interesting. Who married that niece? In Russia, there was a king called Ivan. The Great. Now, Ivan the Great married to this niece. So, in another words, even this Eastern Roman Empire entered into history. But through the niece of this last emperor. So Ivan the Great inherited everything from the Eastern Roman Empire. Do you see that? Including the title of, uh, of the emperor called Tsar. Now the word Tsar actually is just a translate, little translation of, of Kaiser of Rome. So as far as title is concerned, do you see that how Russian Empire, Tsar, the, the, the Russian Empire continue in that line? 
So we'll ask, who is the last emperor of that of that the Tsar's kingdom? Nicola II. But something even more interesting. When Ottoman Empire conquered the conquer Eastern Roman Empire. You know what the what did he claim? What what Ottoman claim? You know the conqueror of the conqueror of the Roman Empire. Declare himself as a Caesar of Rome. So in another word, very simple in his eyes, because Constantinople was the seat of the Roman Empire. The seat of Roman Empire. The seat. The capital of Roman Empire. You see, and and the and so that definitely represents the whole Roman Empire. So because of that, he thought that he will make the same capital. Now the even this uh, Ottoman Empire is supposed to be the Islamic Empire. So they did not move to Baghdad. So they remain, they use that capital, they use that Constantinople as their capital. So in another word, they continue in Eastern Roman Empire. So, brother, sister, remember, as far as title is concerned, you know that it was Russia who continued that line. But as far as territory is concerned, now who inherit the all the territory of Eastern Roman Empire? No one else but Ottoman Empire. So remember, brother, sister, on one leg, you have a second row. But don't forget, now even the Ottoman Empire, they insist the second row. They insist on that. But don't forget, and at that time, because Russia has inherited all the title and others and other things of the whole kingdom. So Moscow become the third Roma. Something amazing. If you visit Moscow, Moscow is also the city of seven hills. So when you talk about the, uh, the relation between uh, uh, seven, city of Seven Hill and Antichrist. You cannot just connect with uh, Rome we know today. You have to find out what happened to the second Rome, which is Constantinople. Today they changed its name into Istanbul. But don't forget, at that time, the people in Russia, they believe that the true empire already gone. 
They definitely inherit everything from Roman Empire. And when you go to the city of when you go to Moscow, again the city of seven hills. So you see, brothers, now if you read the Bible prophecy, if you talk about the connection between Antichrist and the city of seven hills, you not only look at Western Europe, you also have to look at what happened with Russia. And you also have to look at the, uh, what happened with Ottoman Empire. Now, brothers and sisters, something very interesting. When the three empires end, now you know because of you know you know the story of the First World War. Now, France and England they are on one side. And Ottoman Empire and the German Empire they are in the another side. So you see, so in 1918, because the end of the war. So both German Empire and the Baba and Ottoman Empire entered into history. So they ended in 1918. Then we ask, what happened to Nikola II? Now you remember by that time there was a uh, October Revolution in Russia. So finally, people killed Nicholas II. So when he was killed, 1918. So, brothers and sisters, now you can see that the word of God was so accurate. You find that two legs are just of equal length. Now, if this is the case, we'll ask when the third Rome was born. The third Rome was born in the second Rome. Remember that? And because because how they use one hundred boats surrounding the city. That's what first encounter between the second Rome and the third Rome. Do you see that? And then the nation of Russia was born. Out of that conflict. And not only that, later when this nation become bigger and bigger, and then we found a, a king called Ivan the Third or Ivan the Great. He actually inherited everything from Byzantine Empire. And because of that, and you know they become the the the, the king becomes Tsar. And Moscow Moscow become the third Rome. So you see, brothers and sisters, that was the first encounter. And because of that encounter, the third Rome was born. And then the second Rome continued. You see that because finally it was Ottoman Empire conquered the Eastern Roman Empire. They inherit all the territory. They also inherit the capital. 
so, brothers and sisters, if you want to visit Istanbul today, how do you know there are seven hills? The best way is to take the boat. If you take the boat, you look back at that hill. Now, how do you recognize seven hills? Very simple. Among the seven hills, you will find six monks sitting on each one of the hills. Another Islamic palace, also another hill. Islamic palace. So you see one palace, six monks. They all occupy that seven hills. So when you take a picture, when you take that picture, you can you can imagine how the Ottoman Empire continue that line of another leg. So in 1918, they all enter into history. But now, brothers, the time is very near. Before the Lord's return, our Lord was born under uh, our Lord was birth, was born in the Roman Empire under the Roman Empire. Our Lord's return will be under the revived Roman Empire. Don't forget, not just one leg, you have two legs. You not only focus on what happened in Europe, you have to focus on your attention in what happened in Turkey and in Russia. So, brothers and sisters, because of that, we know that when we, when we see all the things, now, what should we do? And we should know that the, our redemption draws in. So when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads. Because your redemption draws near. Of course, we are not waiting for Antichrist. We are waiting for Christ. But if you know something about the relationship between the city of Sea Hill, Seven Hill, and Antichrist, so now you understand why there are two legs and why in another leg not only Russia also Ottoman Empire both claim the continuity of that line as far as capital and territory is concerned Ottoman Empire continue that line but as far as title is concerned, it was Russia who continued that line. So, brothers, we have witness in history. 32 blooms. When we come to the 65 year cluster, 12 moons. Especially when we come to the last four moons. Remember, brothers, we not only see the second room, we also see the third room. So, if you translate what happened in the last week, 
So, brothers and sisters, this can never by accident. And now this year will be over. If you wait for another phenomenon like this, you have to wait for another 500 years. This data was given by NASA. These are scientific data. Now, all my data I give you is historical data. Remember, from this data, we should be able to understand the prophetic word of God. So because of that, when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Brother, sister, what are you waiting for? Are you waiting for the Third World War? Are you waiting for the attack of ISIS? No. So let us remember one thing. We are not waiting for Antichrist. We are waiting for Christ. Before all these things happen, we should be raptured. We should be mature enough. So, brothers and sisters, the one way to wait for the Lord's return is to go to the Lord. Now, Lord, what should I do? For sure, one thing we know that. Now, the rapture is not the time, is not the problem of time. It's a problem of maturity. Important thing is, if you are mature, you will be stolen by our Lord. And that is called rapture. So even before these horrible things happen, and we we should escape the future tribulation. So let's encourage one another. Now these are just the, the I just remind you what happened to the, to to, to uh, in the news uh, what happened in the world today. If you read news, you only see the headlines. You don't know its interpretation. The interpretation is always from the word of God. So let me encourage young people. It is worth it to invest your whole life on the word of God. And you sooner or later you will discover how accurate is the word of God. So may the Lord speak to our hearts. So let's have seized our prayer. So you just feel led by the Holy Spirit. One by one, pray to the Lord.